Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Healthcare. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. The Zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology. Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for Alright, welcome back It is 11.07 We're here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club We'll get to the Red Wire Report In a minute here We've got our guest Chris Doring Who is uh, really, really Going to settle in to uh, Central Arkansas here over the next couple of days. So if you see a tall, handsome fellow that looked like a former SEC star rolling around town, yeah, that's him. Um, so, uh, you know, that's the only bad thing about Little Rock, Chris, is it's a uh, it's a national, not international airport. Sometimes we're limited on flights. But we're happy to have you oh, as long as you'll be here. I am thrilled to be here. I flew in yesterday and uh, went out on my balcony looking out over the river here. The leaves are changing. The temperature was cool. It was crisp and blue. It was very different than what we get to experience in Florida. So I'm happy to be here, and I appreciate everybody welcoming so nicely i'm sure you got plenty of work to do but we got uh, plenty of good restaurants in downtown area to suggest yeah for you, i, I so. had a, uh, a nice experience you know baz takes you out to the best places oh so yeah we had a good time last night good yeah <laughs> he, he does he's a good uh, social chef. yeah that is his strong suit um well good it's great to have you here um you know it's interesting speaking of baz i always talk about ricky williams one of his former teammates and ricky to me is one of the most underrated players in Arkansas history. Nobody talks about him when they talk about the greats at linebacker. Don't not enough people talk about him at least. And had a great career. And I would say you're kind of in the same vein from receivers. You get lost in the shuffle because of all the great guys who came through Florida yeah. in the SEC. But I mean, you were rewriting record books when you were there. It was pretty yeah. amazing to watch you go through your career, in Florida. It was a sense of pride for me as a guy that grew up a Gator fan right there in Gainesville, going to all the games as a kid. I always had this dream of following in the footsteps of Chris Collinsworth and getting a chance to run out of that tunnel and play on Florida Field. It, it didn't look like it was going to happen. I didn't get a scholarship offer to Florida or anywhere else for that matter, so I walked on and, and earned that scholarship before my redshirt sophomore year, got a chance to start playing a little bit and putting up some, some numbers, and then to leave as the uh, all-time touchdown leader for the career in the SEC was just a uh, like a dream come true for me. So 25 years I held that record, and then uh, Devontae Smith broke it and uh, left it way in the dust with that great career he had at Alabama. So did you play with Werfel exclusively, or do you have other no, quarterbacks? No, so uh, when I, uh, I got there, Shane Matthews was oh, finishing yeah. up his career, um, and then it was Terry Dean and Danny Werfel kind of back to back and forth. You know Coach Spurrier had that history of, of – uh, jumping quarterbacks in and out. He wasn't afraid to, to let the next guy try. In fact, my coming out party at Florida was the 93 game in Lexington against Kentucky where you know those two guys combined to throw seven interceptions. Uh, we make a drive at the end, and I catch uh, a touchdown with three seconds left to, to help win the game, and uh, that was kind of the start of the, the trajectory in an upward pattern. That was a 24-20 game? Yep. Yeah, I was reading about that this morning, and uh, Mick Hubert, that his call is famous. During, was it during scores? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I always remember the call that I will never forget from him is when Arkansas played Florida in the SEC championship mm-hmm. game a few years ago, 
and Reggie Fish fumbled the punt return, and Wandy Pierre, yeah. Louis covered it. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I was like, get out of my head. We were you. talking about that last night, actually. It's funny that, you know, uh, us playing in the SEC title game, I, I was part of the, the original one when we first went to, to divisions in 92, so played Alabama 92 and 93 in Birmingham. Then we moved to Atlanta in 94, which you know, kind of elevated it to this Super Bowl-type field. And then 95, my senior year, we played Arkansas as well in that game. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it, uh, I was at the, the game, I believe, was that 2006 with that uh, fumble rec- uh, recovery by yeah. Wandy Pierre-Louis. We looked at it very differently. As uh, <laughs> I was very happy about that. But uh, the history with Florida and Arkansas, and obviously very timely this week with the Gators hosting the Razorbacks in Gainesville. So, I mean, these are two programs uh, as Florida tries to get back up where to where they were, and Arkansas is trying to figure out exactly what it's going to be going forward with the change of the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Let me get your impressions to start with on Sam Pittman and what he's done so far there. I love Coach Pittman, man. I've been very um, pleased to get to, to know him over the years since he's been not only here at Arkansas, but his time as an offensive line coach in, in this league when I've been working for the SEC Network. So I, I think a lot of him personally, I think he's a victim of his own success. Even you know as you're watching that, that ramp up from when he took over from Chad Morris in the first couple of years, it's almost like, hey, be careful, man. You're going to win too much too soon, and the bar is going to be set really high. I think it's the same situation in Columbia, South Carolina, where Shane Beamer probably exceeded expectations in the first couple of years, and people a little disappointed with where they are with just two wins this season. So, uh, you know, they, they've changed offensive coordinators. Obviously, that is a tough thing to do in yeah. the middle of a season. The good news is, I guess, you get the bye week to kind of work around yeah. that. What, what do you think is the best-case scenario for Arkansas going forward? Honestly, I mean, as a Florida guy, I'm looking at it as a very dangerous situation. You know, you're going up against an Arkansas team that's lost six in a row. They've got nothing to lose. You, you don't know what their offense is going to look like now with the change. And, um, you know, I, I think it can be a, uh, maybe a shot of adrenaline for this team that, I was very proud of the way that they fought against Arkans, uh, against Alabama in Tuscaloosa a couple weeks ago, and then to have them come back and look as listless as they did against Mississippi State was a little frustrating. So maybe this is the, the change that they need. Maybe they can finish up uh, very uh, strongly. And, and I think last year, you go back and look at uh, South Carolina. South Carolina lost to uh, Florida. They got blown out in Gainesville and then come back and find a way to win against Tennessee and Clemson in back-to-back games, and it really changed the feel of the program. So I'm hopeful that Arkansas can, can have that same kind of finish this year. How does Florida traditionally handle the week after the Georgia game? Yeah, you know, and I, I, I was talking about that on a show that I, I did a hit on this morning. Like, you cannot let Georgia beat you twice. And I think one of the things about that is you, you pour so much energy and emotion into that game. It doesn't go the way that the Gators wanted. So how do you come back, especially at a noon local game? This is a blackout game. We've never had that blackout thing. So they're wearing black uniforms, which I think is kind of goofy. But um, I, I do think it'll be interesting to see what kind of energy they play with that hasn't been there all year. You know, when Florida went to Lexington, just looked very dead and, and didn't handle that trip very well, and they got beaten soundly by the Wildcats. So I, I think how they come out early in that game will be important, but also the physical toll. And you guys know this. I mean, when you play in this conference, every week is not only a, a physically a draining experience, but an emotionally one uh, as well. So I think Florida, um, you know, it's a tough task for them, especially coming off the bye week that Arkansas had to kind of regroup and maybe re-energize too. Talking to Chris Doring, if you're just tuning in, he's the guest here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. It's all brought to you by Arkansas Urology. We'll hear from him on the podium a little bit later on as he goes back and forth with David. So to your point, going back to, to not doing too much too soon, Billy Napier has done a nice job of easing his way into <laughs> yeah. Florida by only winning six games last season. How, what do you think of the job? Obviously, he was phenomenal, Louisiana. What, yeah. what do you expect for him? What's the ceiling for for this team? You think with him? I like him an awful lot. You know, and he came in with a very detailed plan. Uh, the commitment from the university and, and Scott Strickland and what they've done to allocate funds to have the the staff that he felt like he needed and the budget for recruiting uh, that's paying dividends right now. They've got the number three recruiting class in the country set for 2024. So I think there's a lot of optimism be- between what they've done. I think they added 43 new guys to the the, the team this year through the signing class and through the transfer portal. Uh, I think you're starting to see that pay dividends with some of the skill players. They still need to upgrade the offensive and defensive lines. I think that was really the evident 
uh, illustration from the game against Georgia on Saturday. Uh, Georgia's the gold standard right now, not only in the conference but nationally. So Florida's got a ways to go, but I think uh, people are feeling that it's headed in the right direction. The problem is, is that your your schedule here in the last month of the season is really tough. I mean, you know, you're only a what less than a touchdown favorite over Arkansas. I think that shows how dangerous that game is. And then you go to LSU, you go to Missouri, you finish at home with Florida State. They could easily, you know, be one and three or zero oh and four in the last month of the season, which I think would take away a little of the goodwill. Mm-hmm. What does Florida try to do to you offensively? Yeah, I mean, they're a run first uh, team. Um, they've started to add a little more of the vertical passing game. You saw that against South Carolina, which. I think was uh, a, a much-needed additive. Um, Graham Mertz has been one of the real surprises, I think, in the conference this year. And I had a chance to do Florida spring game for the SEC Network, listening to the coaches talk about you know, what a great leader he was, how his football IQ is so great, uh, his accuracy. All of those things have really shown themselves to be true. So I give Coach Napier and his staff a lot of credit for evaluating talent and understanding what fits into what they want to do schematically. Um, but I, I still you know, think that they, they want to run the football first and foremost. I, I don't think they, they felt confident in their ability to line up and do that against Georgia. So you saw a lot of misdirection. You saw uh, some, some trick plays that I think got maybe too cute and hurt themselves uh, a couple times. But at the end of the day, they got a really talented duo of running backs. Montreal Johnson and Trevor Etienne have been a nice one-two punch there. The offensive line is not as good as what they were last year, so they're trying to work around that. But um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a work in progress for the Gator offense currently. Merch is a great story, and we've talked about him. And I, I actually did a little trivia question with the guys, and I was like, who's the second leading passer percentage-wise in America behind Bo Nix? And nobody. Can, and I, I told them SEC quarterback, and they like eight yeah. guesses before we got there. His numbers are crazy. So it reminds me of a guy that's like a three-point shooter that's like 9 of 10. I'm like, you didn't shoot enough. Mm-hmm. I need you to shoot more. Yeah. This kid's numbers are, these are winning numbers. It's incredible to me. He's 25 of 34, 232 touchdowns, no picks last week against Georgia in a loss. Yeah. The week before, he throws for 400 yards in a very narrow win against South Carolina. Look in that stat sheet right there. How many sacks did they give up? Oh, four, four, yeah. three, three, three. The two last strip, five weeks, two strip sacks. Uh, you know, one of them recovered by Georgia. So the problem is the offensive line. I think that's one of the things they're trying to work around. Is like we can't ask him to sit in the pocket and throw the ball down the field as much because you know he's a, kind of a sitting duck. Right tackle's a bit of a a, a, a tough spot right now for Florida. Um, but you're right. I, I think you know the the uh, completion percentage was at like eighty percent at one point in time. Come off a little bit because they've thrown the ball downfield more, but. I think this group of receivers is much better than what the last couple years have had there at Florida. Uh, Ricky Pearsall is tremendous, as you guys probably are aware. Trey Wilson's a freshman that has come in and been a dynamic weapon, not only catching the ball, but they get it to him on the jet sweep stuff, some end-around stuff as well. Uh, you're looking at uh, Khalil Jackson, who is uh, the son of a teammate of one of mine. Willie Jackson was a, uh, a, a PK Young grad where I went to high school. We played together there, played together at Florida, spent a couple uh, stops in the NFL together. So really proud of what Khalil's been able to do. Um, and I, I, I do think that they are more dynamic and uh, dangerous because the way they spread the ball around. The tight ends, too. Arliss Boardingham has been a nice addition as well at the tight end spot. So we know about your uh, football prowess. Did uh, little Chris Doring? Want to be a broadcaster too? Yeah, you know what's funny? I uh, I think there's very few people in life that get to live out their dreams, and uh, I'm very fortunate. Uh, as a five year old kid, I remember I wanted to play for the Gators and play in the NFL, and I got to do both of those things. And then uh, my my next step was wanting to follow in Collinsworth's footsteps in the broadcasting booth. So got a chance to do that. I've, I've done uh, you know local radio there in, in Gainesville when I got done with my NFL career, and then uh, got opportunities doing some some games, and then uh, got the chance to audition for the SEC Network, and that's been a blessing to me. I've, I've, uh, this is my ninth season working with them, uh, Dari and Peter Burns, and, and uh, working with Chiswick for as long as I did, now working with Benjamin Watts, and it, it literally... It, it, it's a dream come true because I get to sit there, watch football, hang out with my friends, talk about it, and get paid. It's a it's a it's a tremendous uh, uh, opportunity to get to do something that you love as a kid and, and get paid for it, man. Was it stressful? You say audition, and my my heart jumps. It's like that's just nerve wracking to me the thought of that because I wasn't like a guy that performed other than in media. Um, after all you've been through athletically, was it stressful at all getting into that side of things? You know what? I, I think I'm a little bit of an attention uh, whore, a little bit maybe. You know, I think uh, I think that's that's what you you love the the stress and you, you, the the idea of of being 
in the uh, in the arena as a player, and there's not much that gives you that same adrenaline rush afterwards. But doing a live television show with no net when that red light comes on gives you that same kind of adrenaline rush. And so I, I've enjoyed doing that. The audition was uh, was stressful, but it was also something that I, I really prepared well for. And I think anytime you prepare it's like going and taking a test when you study for something and you you put in the time you feel more confident and you execute at a higher level and i feel like that's not only what i did during the audition but what we do you know i sundays when i'm done sundays uh, so my schedule in charlotte i fly there thursday night i do a friday morning show with peter burns i do a friday night show with benjamin watson and dari noka saturday we're on from noon until 12:30 with the triple header and the wrap-up show Sunday I'm off. Monday I do the SEC do this morning show and then fly home. So four nights in Charlotte, three nights at home. But Sunday I use to just go back and watch all the coaches' tape. And it really is a, a lot of preparation that you put in between Sunday and watching tape and reading articles. And then Wednesday night we'll do a call for our Friday night show, what we want to talk about. And then Saturday's all reaction. So it really is more than just the, the hours that you see on camera that are the most important. It's the time kind of behind the scenes, much like practice in a football uh, program that uh, helps you perform well when the light comes on. I was doing a radio show yesterday with Franz Beard. And yeah, Franz is my guy. He was telling me you were a three-sport star in high school. I, it's funny. I, I told this story last night to Baz and the boys when we went to dinner. I tell everybody I had the greatest senior year in the history of high school senior years. I was All-State in football, All-State in basketball, All-State in baseball. We won the state basketball tournament. I was the MVP of the state basketball tournament, and I was Sky Masterson in the musical theater production of Guys and Dolls. So, I mean, I got to do it. Back to your question yeah. about performing, I guess I even liked doing that at, yeah. the, at the time. No doubt. What was your favorite sport? Football was my favorite. Like, I always knew I wanted to play wide receiver and, and get a chance to do that. But uh, played uh, actually played back to the basket five in basketball and played wow. uh, shortstop in baseball, too. So I, it, I was one of those things that whatever season it was, I enjoyed doing that. And, um, you know, uh, unfortunately, kids don't have the... They don't, they don't get to do that as much. I think they, the specialization of sports, I think, has been a, a real uh, crime against the, the, the enjoyment of just getting a chance to play sports and, and to develop skills. Like a lot of what I developed in high school basketball and high school baseball helped me in my football career, and I really believe that there's a lot of kids that miss out on that with the uh, idea you got to pick one sport at a young age. Yeah. So once football is over, what do you do? Um, travel a little bit for fun. You know, I um, we get an opportunity to uh, to uh, have a little bit of downtime. But I also own a residential mortgage company in Florida, so that keeps me busy. I do radio for Sirius XM uh, year-round on the SEC channel, so I get a chance to talk basketball and baseball and softball and, and uh, uh, women's basketball, too. So it's, uh, it's fun for me as a, a lifelong Gator fan and SEC fan to have been as uh, as mesmerized by these athletes in this conference to now get a chance to cover them and uh, be a part of the league in general is pretty pretty much a uh, an honor for me. I've always wondered where people who live in places like Florida go on vacation. Yeah. So what's the best trip you've taken lately? Oh man, I uh, vacation wise, I uh, we got a condo over in St. Augustine, so that's kind of the close beach that we go to. But uh, go down to Miami a lot. Like mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm still 21, so we go down to Miami, <laughs> do the party thing down there. Hit the Bahamas a lot. That's an hour flight. You get yeah. over there. Uh, Vegas a couple times a year. Um, in recent years, have done Wimbledon a couple times, so that's that's been fun. Did you, you know, play tennis growing up too? I didn't play tennis, but uh, I, I'm a fan of like big sporting events, and nothing has kind of the tradition of going to Wimbledon and 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 you know the co- the, the strawberries and cream, the the white outfits and everything. It was yeah. awesome. Any other bucket list uh, sporting events that you need to go to? Or that you've been to? You know, it's funny. Kentucky Derby, Super Bowl. I, well, I uh, I would love to go to the Kentucky Derby. I, I When I was playing in the league, I always said I was not going to go to the Super Bowl until we played in it and uh, never made it that far. So I guess I need to do that. The parties are the more fun thing during the sure. week. Um, I do want to go to uh, – I, I got a chance to go – to Lexington, I wanted to see a basketball game in Rupp Arena, and got to see Florida do that this past February. Um, I was talking to Baz. I want to come uh, watch uh, Arkansas basketball. I love, big fan of, of Muss, and yeah. uh, want to come see maybe Florida play these guys uh, one of these days soon. But yeah, just just the, the pageantry of the big sporting events is something that I love, and, and being in that kind of environment. Who is the best wide receiver in the SEC? Best currently. Mm-hmm. I think you can make the argument that uh, Luther Burden is amongst that group. Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas' teammate, has had a yeah. great year as well. 
love love those guys. Uh, it was fun to see Xavier Leggett uh, come out of nowhere at South Carolina. Uh, missed Juice Wells this year. He was uh, a guy I thought heading into the season was going to have a big big year. I think Ricky Pearsall is amongst that group too. I don't know that people talk about him or Lad McConkey as as uh, guys that uh, probably are deserving of that praise too. You like Alabama or LSU? Man, it's tough, isn't it? I haven't made a uh, prediction on that yet, but I I think the most important group in that game is the front seven for Alabama because I, I think if you get into a scoring shootout that favors Jaden Daniels I don't think uh, uh, Jalen Milrow can match score for score without making a mistake so that front seven getting pressure on Jaden Daniels uh, kind of corralling him in the in the passing lanes to not let him scramble I think will be big but that game stays in the the low 30s that's probably a game that Alabama wins you get up in the high 30s and low 40s and beyond that's a LSU win Chris at our, our local casino at Oaklawn um, I didn't big, know there was a casino I mean we should have been doing that it's only an hour away David David does a lot with him he should he should have done better for you but uh, they have uh, the Big Ten as the most likely conference to win a national championship this year and it's very odd to not see the SEC on top of that list you gonna ride the league? I know you're you're sort of married to it, but yeah. I mean, you gonna ride the league, or you like a team from outside the conference? Or let me ask you this: Which team outside the conference do you like the best to maybe have a shot here? You know who's been fun to watch this year is uh, Oregon individually and the Pac-12 as a whole. Just really ironic yeah. that in the last year of that conference's existence, they're having one of these type banner years that they are. Not only with their depth of talent, but the quarterbacks and the headlines that those guys have have created. Uh, they're a fun team to watch. Um, man, I, I was high on Oklahoma, and they kind of fell off the cliff here the last couple weeks with that struggle against UCF and then losing this week to Kansas. Um, it, it's crazy how the picture has changed because I thought there was a, a decent chance that if you know Georgia were to lose that the SEC may get left out. Now you're starting to see some attrition in some other conferences. And now you know, I think we're, we're looking at scenarios, well, how do we get two teams in? And that's kind of the, uh, the progression of my mindset right now. How do you see that happening? I, I mean, I think uh, I, I think in rematches you're going to see Texas beat Oklahoma in the the Big 12 championship game. I think you'll probably see Oregon beat Washington in that uh, yeah. championship game. Um, I, I I'm hoping that Florida State gets an L in Gainesville maybe in the end of the year. So uh, those guys, uh, I think they'll end up being a lot of one loss teams that the yeah. committee will have to end up choosing through. Let me ask you one last thing. We'll let you go um, this weekend. Missouri off a of bye. And George off the, the game last week, give Missouri any chance to make this yeah, interesting? I think this is a great opportunity for them to throw the tape in and say, look what we did last year. We went toe-to-toe with these guys. We were tough enough, we're physical enough defensively, and our offense is better this year. I'm a huge Brady Cook fan and what he's been able to do. Um, not only Luther Burden being a nice uh, receiving uh, option for him, but Theo Weiss has been tremendous, Mookie Cooper, Marquise Johnson, and then the the addition of, of Cody Schrader at the running back spot gives you a little physicality. So I actually think you know, they have a little something for Georgia, but I think Georgia always has that next gear that they can you know, kind of shift it into that's going to make them tough to beat, particularly in Athens. I'm going to let you go. Appreciate the time. Sure, man. Yeah, that was awesome. All day. Thank yeah, you guys thank for you. having me. I appreciate yeah, it. Well, well, lucky for us, we get to hear some more from you. With best. We'll see if you can Thanks. ask you something worthwhile up there. <laughs> all right. All right. It's Chris Dorham. We've got to hit a break, and uh, we'll be back in just a second. Big O Tires right now will help you get a good deal. Select set of tires. Good deals right now. They've got a big selection of tires at Big O Tires. They've got all the name brands. Plus, they got the big old tire. And remember, they always do more than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle, alignments, brakes, oil changes. They got mechanics on hand at Big O Tires to take care of you and your car's needs. Two locations in Conway, they're on Park Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger. So check out our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. Tune in to hear what the Head Hog has to say each Wednesday with the Sam Pittman Show. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. Sports Center. The first Eric Musman live of the season was last night. He talked about a number of things, including standout forward Chandler Lawson. His ability to be coachable is amazing. He listens to everything, knows the game plan inside and out, self-coaches not only himself, but then he buddy coaches his teammates. So for sure, 
I don't know if I've ever coached a guy that's got such wingspan, and so that allows him to become a sneaky shot blocker. We're now just six days away from the tip-off of the Arkansas basketball season versus the Alcorn State next Monday. And in other college basketball news, Louisville lost an exhibition to Division II Kentucky Wesleyan, 71-68. Kentucky Wesleyan is predicted to finish eighth in their league. Louisville won just four games last year. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Arkansas Brewskies is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you want to work in a fun, professional environment, this is for you. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. Apply in person at Brewskies Downtown. For more info, check us out online at brewskiespubandgrub.com. Brewski's, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Shelter Agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. Too busy to call into the show? Text us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037. Or message us on the Asher Record Live fan feedback. Now, back to the zone. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's so what, so what, so what the scenario? Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's gonna miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All right, let's get to it. We are here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club on a Tuesday. We were looking for Pat Bradley yesterday, but we're happy to have him any old day, and today will be just fine. His normal spot here at uh, 1132, and Scott Davis is here, dressed up for Halloween in his referee outfit, got his flag ready to go in case he hears anything he doesn't like from Chris Doring coming up. And uh, Patrick, welcome back. How are you? Oh, wow, Halloween. Such great memories. Such great memories. You got Scott Stripes Davis sitting there with you, huh? Yeah, that's right. Wow. What's up, Pat? Oh, not much. Hey, the only um, time we get to see you is on TV on your commercials, which, by the way, well, you're like a pro. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So good. Well, come, come on up to a, a Patriots game. Plenty of tickets available these days. Well, yeah. I was probably just, call a couple plays, Scott. I, I think I could coach better than what we've got going on right now. So, um, yeah, I was just telling uh, Justin, I was like, you know, it's not a lot to talk about this year. So, no. uh, yeah, what's it like up there in Patriot Patriot country up there? Oh, they're ready. It, 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 it's it's just amazing how quickly the whole theme of everything is. Belichick stays there over. Got to get rid of him. Bring in somebody new. Yeah, I think so. I mean, too. It's, it's, it's just wild. Maybe though. there was something about this guy named Tom Brady that yeah. was uh, maybe yeah. pretty special. Well, you know, just like yeah. in uh, in Fayetteville, mm-hmm. we turn the page to yeah. basketball. Yes. And how about those Celtics? Yes. There's that. Well, I, I can't they, yeah, turn to they, the Red they, Sox because they're not good either. Yeah. No. 
Uh, my, times. my wife uh, reminds me of all the glory years we had. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, you got to have some bad times. I, I say this to people all the time. I say it to Anthony Lucas when it's, you've won enough. Yeah. Give somebody else a right. turn. Yeah. Well, Jeff, yeah, it's still, it, he's, it, he's, he's still got a good team. He does. It's just so impossible to maintain that level of success over over a few seasons. Never mind. I mean, it, it's really ridiculous. And no, it'll never be. The Patriots will never have that ever again. I mean, I, I matter of fact, towards the right. end of it, I'm thinking to myself, "There's no way this is going to continue." It's quick. No, you, nobody can see that that level. No. It was ridiculous. I mean, the, even the Bulls. I mean, you saw what they did, and then you know, it just it goes. It comes and it goes. It happens. I mean, look, you want to live off the past, become an insurance salesman, or mm-hmm. you know, a banker. I mean, you get to, there's no compound interest in sports, baby. You yeah. got to do it every year. You got to win every year. Exactly. Well, you know, and everybody thought the Chiefs would be the heir apparent. Chief just lost to Denver. Yes. I mean, parody, baby. Yeah. Parody. Oh, it's a Love it. Thing. Go look at Dabo Sweeney. Right? Patrick, I mean, did you? Yeah. That We're going to hear from him. Rant he went on. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, here's the thing. Mistake number one, taking calls from idiots on the phone. Hmm. You're at a coach's show that's <laughs> jam-packed full of fans. Open right, a mic right. and let somebody ask a question in person. That's what you need. There's nobody's going to stand up there and go on a 15-minute soliloquy about how we're paying you $11.5 million to go 4-4. Four and four. But on the phone, everybody's a tough guy, just oh, like yeah. on uh, social media, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's talk about the Hawks. Did you see the basketball game the other night? Did you get a chance to see the uh, the scrimmage with Purdue? Yeah. It's like a national championship, even though it didn't even count? Yeah, I, I'm a member of... Um of uh, ESPN Plus SEC Network. The ESPN Plus, Plus family. So I'd games. like to think that's part of your agreement. Yeah, I'll take care of you. Well, I know. I think it's all, uh, you know, they don't cross They don't cross many lines. You know what I'm saying? they got to keep things separate. What is it? Is it church and state yes. or whatever? I don't know. But, um, but it was great. Sure. Listen, it was, that helps. Um, <laughs> once again this year, the, the length um I think we talked about it a couple times how over the last few seasons each year, Coach Musk has wanted to add um, something. This year, one shooting from last year's team. Previously to last year's team, he wanted to add that size. I don't know if you remember how kind of really got manhandled against Duke a few years back in the tournament. So he's done it again with the size of – he's got 6'7", six, 6'6", six, six on the perimeter. Of course, Brazil at – 6'10", 6'11", with his great length. Devo Davis, 6'4", with his wingspan. L. Ellis is 6'3". Um, so I think that, you know, the depth um, of that size of an athlete where they're interchangeable defensively, I thought they played, I don't know, the discussion coming into the, the season was all about their defense. and and But I, I felt like, other than getting smashed on the, on the glass, um, I thought they came on incredible energy, which you'd imagine they would, right? I mean, that's places packed with over nineteen thousand. You have a mm-hmm. um, national contender coming in. If you can't get excited, and all these guys, this is just you know outside of that UT Tyler and the red white game, but um, I mean, you got to be juiced for this one. So it was it was good to see. It you was know, good to see. The, I- I brought this up before, the, the classic years, the great years, the ones right before you arrived. Again, no offense to you, but, I mean, let's be honest, you know, Corliss and, and Scotty and those guys, they had special teams. You guys did make a sweet 16. It's no knock on you. My point is, let me get to the point. The point is, those teams routinely were out-rebounded, but they created such havoc defensively with the long guards and all the issues they created that uh, they were able to overcome it and never really became an issue. And now Arkansas has not only right. got that, but they got shooters. Obviously, you don't press the same way that Coach Richardson did. But those guards are clearly creating problems for the Purdue guards. And what was it, 20 turnovers for us? 20. Yeah, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, they, We had, what we end up with, 15 turnovers, so it's probably a little high. But to your point, you can lose the, the rebounding battle, which we, quite frankly, lost it a lot, too, because when you're playing 40, 40 uh excuse me, 94 feet, you know, everybody's spread out. You're not packed in, so you're going to give up quite a bit of uh, of rebounds. Uh, but, yeah, if you can make eight threes, which they did, and, you know, you remember last year how if we weren't getting to the free throw line 30 times, um, you know, we, we were finding it difficult to, to create some offense. So 
yeah, it's a trade-off, just like in anything else, right? There's a trade-off. If you're going to give up the glass that much, then you've got to get those possessions back with turnovers or take advantage of the three-point line. So um, they shot it well. I mean, 13 to 17 from the free-throw line, uh, those are all pretty good numbers. I guess I am surprised. Do you know why Mark left Utah? Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston, I mean. I No, I don't know. I mean, that's honestly, that's a question that I've had for the last couple seasons about a variety of players because it's not uncommon to see a, a starter or one of the better players on a team that had one of the better teams transfer. It's just, so, I, you know, it's one of those questions where, like, who do you ask? You know, the... I mean, I don't don't know if I'm going to get a straight answer, but I don't know. Could have been have any, him, could have a variety of things. Yeah, I mean, what are yeah. you going to say? Hey, Pat. Yeah, well, they, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, privately, it probably tells the truth, but I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, um, yeah. Pat, do you worry about a letdown for Arkansas next Monday with Alcorn State after the Purdue game? <laughs> well, they shouldn't be because uh, if you look down at the minutes, and you had you had the five guys that that played a a, a, a good amount of minutes in battle. Act actually had thirty plus minutes. Um, but Davenport, I thought even like he's got things. They, they've got so much competition on the team that he, Coach Musk can sort of point to any which one of them. And uh, I thought you know who came in and played some good minutes. Only played eight minutes with Wade Blocker. He is quick. You guys probably saw him in high school. Obviously, more than I did. Um, he was impressive. I get excited for a guy like him. Hopefully, you know, hopefully he doesn't transfer, which I don't think he will because he's already looks like he's he can make an impact even as his freshman year. Uh, but I just think the competition there, Justin, is uh, alive and well, so that Musk can say, "Okay, well, you three guys don't have it tonight. I'm going to the other three guys." Um, so there shouldn't be. With that being said, I don't know. Maybe um, anything could happen. As we saw, you see St. John's lose at their exhibition game last night. Was that last night or the other night? So could lost theirs. Pat Savage wanted us to oh, ask you: Did you see Tennessee and their exhibition? Because uh, apparently they looked really good, also. Yeah, and they were without uh, Vescovy, who is, you know, he's one of the older guys in the league and been one of the most consistent guys in the league for the last three, four seasons. Um, they, they, you know, what they have is, uh, I didn't see, was that on the Big Ten Network Plus? Because it wasn't, it wasn't on play? the SEC Network Plus. Michigan, Michigan State. State. Oh. Dalton, is it Dalton Net? Or Dalton Connect? Oh, Connect, yeah. Uh, right. Dalton Connect. What do you have, like 28? Yeah, great strength. Yeah, he looks good. And, and, you know, so everybody in the SEC, every coach did a good job, even a great job, of improving on their roster. Every team is better. So, like, Tennessee, mm-hmm. one of the issues they had last year was just inconsistency in shooting the ball because you'd have, you know, one game, I mean, you know, they have – score 85 of course it was against Arizona like get up and down but then you get the next game and you know they're scoring in the 40s so they bring in a, a transfer like the kid Dalton Connect mm-hmm. um, and he's a score shooter so every, but every team in the SEC was able to do similar to what Musk did they improved and that's what the transfer portal has allowed basically you, know, you can just it's like legit free agency, we could say, okay, we need to improve in this area. Now, it doesn't always work, right? I mean, you can bring in, we can count how many times, you know, you bring in a transfer, you expect him to be a scorer, or maybe he was a scorer in his last team, or maybe he was this or that, and it doesn't work out. But, you know, you're addressing those needs, and on paper it looks good, <laughs> but who knows how it's going to work out. We say this every every year, right, Which when we get Six new transfers. We yeah. know three of them are going to work out. Three on. Yeah, and we just don't know sometimes until January. Well, we will be there soon enough. PB, we got to run. Appreciate the time, buddy. 
Love you, boys. Keep Happy Halloween. All right, same to you. Thank you, Pat Bradley. Uh, courtesy of our friends at River City Flooring. Scott Davis with us from Arkansas Urology again. Appreciate the sponsorship. Got some good feedback on the Chris Doring interview. Yep. He is uh, an absolute professional, and it's, he's a great story. I mean, like you said, he got to live his dream out. Grew up wanting to be a Gator, got to be a Gator, and then transitioned smoothly into television. He does a good job. Obviously, guys prepared. He just gave us six deep receivers at Missouri off the top of his yeah. head. So he's uh, he knows what he's doing. He is a pro. It's fun to watch. Yep. What's going on with you guys at uh, Arkansas? You're all well. Good. You know, it's it's obviously Halloween today, and I'm <clears throat> I'm in my typical ref outfit. Yes. Which uh, I, I I plan on being a uh, SEC ref and had a a cane and a yes blind glasses, but that mm-hmm. was it's overdone, so I didn't do that. But uh, tomorrow is November, and if you've noticed, I've gotten a little bit of a head start on No Shave November, which is a prostate cancer can another prostate cancer awareness um, opportunity. Uh, we had a great, successful kickoff to men's health in September, mm-hmm. and uh, starting off tomorrow with No Show of November, partnering with y'all as well on that campaign. So looking forward to that and creating some awareness around that as well. So we're not supposed to shave. Do not shave. And what is the what? Is, how does this work? What exactly? We, so, we say it; it's catchy, but what exactly is the point? Well, what we do is everybody grows out a beard, and you submit those online. You go to our website. I think it's on the Buzz website as well. I'm sure it is. We're going to pick the best beard, and we've got some nice prizes for those. It's really about just creating some awareness right. around men's health and mm-hmm. prostate cancer. Okay. Um, but uh, we'll have some fun things along the, the along the month, and. Uh, Come back here each week as we continue. How often do you trim your beard? About once a week. Yeah. Yeah. You need to leave it alone this month. I want to see it get really ridiculous. Really, uh. Yeah, I want like birds living in it and stuff. Like, I want you to hide basketballs in there and things. Yeah. yeah it'd, be, it'd look good. Let it get outrageous. Usually, there's a, a point in the month that Allison's like, yeah, you need to trim that up a little bit. You got some. Well, this has a Technicolor dream beard. He's got like nine colors going yeah, in there. There's a there's little brown, a little red, and you got a little gray. I, I yeah, mean. I used to grow it every year for duck season, and it used to be brown. Yeah. And, and now it's pretty much all white. Um, so. I used to care. My beard is whiter than my hair. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, Why is that? I, I wish I had a medical reason for you. I'm sure. I don't know. You could my make, back hair is all black. Up I could make up telling. something people would maybe believe. Back hair is all black. Yeah. Hair is pretty, pretty, pretty dark, and then uh, face is uh, mostly Why? gray. It's weird. Yeah. Makes no sense. I, it doesn't. It's very odd. The hair under my nose around the mustache is a lighter color, redder color yeah. than anywhere else, and then the gray. Because your big schnoz blocks really the sun. Really, just like right here on the chin. <laughs> It's weird. It's it is just, weird. It's strange. Um, speaking of weird, let me get JW in here, and then we'll hit a break. JW, thank you for holding on. What's up, buddy? Hi, hey, man. I'm good. Hey, uh, are you? I got a question. Yes, I am. Okay. A question, statement, and question. You would say that Pittman has got this program up and out of the mud of what Chad Morris has done, right? I mean, just even with the defense alone by itself this year. That is yeah. a question. Yes. What's because your statement? of a debacle. Okay, because that's like a debacle of Danny knows. Other than that, Pittman has got a nine-win season. He's got he's got it going right in the right direction, right? I don't know yet, but it's better than it was with Chad well, Morris. If that's your question. Anyway, what's your statement? Yes. Okay, that's where I'm getting at. So I listen to the show from morning all the time, just in my roundabout, driving in the car, wherever I listen. And I listen to Trey Biddy. I listen to everything. And one yeah. thing I keep hearing over and over and over is 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 people talking out of the side of their mouth. Uh. Either we're out of it or we're not. I'm tired of hearing if Pittman doesn't work out, who are we going to get? Who's wanting to come here? He either got us up out of it or he didn't. That's mm-hmm. where I don't understand. What? Why? Why are we saying that? Who are we going to get to come here? And then. And then all of a sudden, it's back to more states, but Pittman's so great. It's just, I'm, I'm listening to it out both sides of the mouth. J.W., just because it's better than Morris doesn't mean it's great. It's just better than Morris. Those aren't those aren't mutually exclusive, right? Well, I've never heard of Mark Stoops. I never really heard of Hugh Freeze. I never really heard of Nick Saban until it was at Michigan State. There's people out there that we've never heard of, and we can't keep saying, who are we going to get? So why we got to keep doing the same thing all the time? No, I'm just saying throughout. And Trey Biddy, he he pounds it and pounds it that yeah. who are we going to get here? Nobody wanted this. What, we got to stop thinking like that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. What, what what year is it for Sam Pittman? Four. Was this four? Okay. And what has he done at Arkansas? I think he's pulled us up out of the mud. 
Okay. So it's not been a good instead year. It's not, go, it's not going to be a good year. Higher, the only thing I don't like about Pittman is that he's not a coach. He's, a, he's another coordinator that allows other coordinators to coordinate. He doesn't know really what to do and if his coordinators can't do it. That's not what I want in a coach. I don't want a coach to tell me I don't know what to do. That's all I'm saying is, is that he's taking us to one step. It's time to take another step. Or we're going to take two steps back. Oklahoma and Texas people, I'm telling you, we're about to fall behind. It. And you, you just got to get it. I'm going back to my cabin, watching Twilight Zone, and get there zone. Boys, y'all yeah. be good. All right, buddy. You are in the Twilight Zone. we got to hit a break. Eli Craner's waiting for us. Scott, appreciate you coming Thanks, by. Thanks, guys, always. Grow your beards, do your part, and uh, throw a flag, will you, for God's sakes? Yes. I, I dare you to throw a flag in the middle of Chris Doring's uh, thing today if he says something you like. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope he says something crazy. All right. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. All right. That is uh, Scott Davis from Arkansas Rollers. we got to hit a break. We're a little behind. Eli Craner coming up in a sec. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or jackalopecycling.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. My congregation, the Pinnacle Church of Christ, just moved into its new building on one Shackleford Drive in Little Rock. As we like to say, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one Shackleford Drive. Can I tell you how excited we are to have this new facility to strengthen our community and how excited I am that only a few hundred yards away is the Double B's location on Markham and Shackelford, a Double B's right by our church. You need to come out and visit both of us. Double B's is an Arkansas company serving Arkansans. We are your neighbors because we are part of your community. Not some faceless corporate entity thousands of miles away who don't know you. Doublebees is here for you. Doublebees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. Once a year, Saracen gives away a coveted BMW to one lucky winner. This month is that special time, and you could be the winner of an amazing BMW X5 SUV from Saracen Casino and BMW of Little Rock. Play to win a top-of-the-line BMW SUV only at Saracen Casino Resort. Just a short 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and win a BMW X5 SUV. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. This year, Staples wants everyone to have a happy holla deal. That's right, holla deal. Staples holla deals are amazing savings on hot holiday tech. Great prices on laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. And now at Staples, you can save up to $300 on select PCs. During Staples holla deals, it's not about the fa-la-la. It's about saving moolala. Save up to $300 on select PCs today at Staples. Pens 11 in-store only. See associate for details. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with straight talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. Too busy to call into the show? Text us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on the Asher Wrecker Live fan feedback. Now, back to the zone. Yeah. 
It's time for Enlightening Candor with Eli Craner. He's brought to you by Jackalope Cycling in Russellville. Jackalope Cycling provides bike rentals and service as well as camping gear and fishing accessories. Whatever gets you excited to be outdoors, they're there to help you with it. Check them out at jackalopecycling.com. Touchdown Club today. Probably should have given uh, Eli his own day, but I, I'm sorry, Eli. We just get caught up. We're on the road, sponsors and such, but we are glad to have Jack Lobe Cycling. We're glad to have you, and we're glad to talk about some bookage and such. Yeah, man. On Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. What are the kids dressing up as tonight? So, little man is a dragon, and I'm a wizard, and then nice. the wifey and the daughter are... Sally and Jack Skellington off of the mm. Nightmare Before Christmas. So we always kind of tie it all together. I love it. Nightmare Before Christmas uh, is one of my favorites. favorites. It's a great one. Very underrated movie. It's right. I mean, these days with the kids, it literally might be the movie I've seen the most above all others, just because just they watch it so much. It's good at Halloween. It's good at Christmas. It's uh, fun for the yeah. whole family. There's no profanity. A great it's marketing ploy. It really is. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm going to make a, a follow-up, The Grinch Who Stole Every Holiday of the Year. Then you can watch it year-round. Uh, or, or the Spider-Man, now that there's the multiverse, you know? Oh, like gosh. Spider-Man for every season, <sighs> everything. So, I mean, marketing yeah. at its best. Not a, mar- not a multiverse fan. Just please keep it in modern day. Anyway, Eli, <laughs> give, me some, uh, give me some things to talk about today. What do we, what do we got going on? Yeah, man, well, some cool stuff. You know, we're, I know uh, next week we've got Ramona. I've been talking about Ramona. She's coming to Tech. Um, so, and again, kind of a spooky with this season. The book's called Shutter, 6 p.m. at the Tech Library. Food, books for sale, book signing, and a good discussion. Um, man, and that stuff we had yesterday. Y'all, are y'all familiar with a lady by the name of Jamie Lemon? Jamie's an Arkansas girl. No, y'all I don't had think any? so. Nope, I don't think so. So Jamie runs a production company with Laura Dern. Um, okay. So she's an Oscar-winning producer, and Laura she's Dern. from Waldron, Arkansas, and Let's an Arkansas go. Tech grad. Um, so she came back yesterday and was speaking to my intro to film class. And man, I'm not quite sure, you know, those 50 students knew, <laughs> knew, you know, like who, what was really being, we, we watched a couple of her films. Um, I just wanted to give her a shout out, man. Cause she, she's a huge hogs fan, huge Arkansas fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, that, that's a cool little thing that's going, going down. And my book, man, is the Halloween tree. So on, on Halloween here, it's one of my favorite. This is one I kind of pull back out. It's Ray Bradbury, classic, you know, dude. Uh, and it's just kind of, it captures the feel. I'm a huge Halloween person. My dad used mm-hmm. to make haunted houses at the elementary schools where he worked and so grew up with that. But I wanted to read, there's two sentences here from Ray Bradbury's Halloween tree that I think this kind of captures that anyone could see that the wind was special a special wind this night, and the darkness took on a special feel because it was All Hallows' Eve. Everything seemed cut from soft black velvet or gold or orange velvet. Smoke panted up out of a thousand chimneys like the plumes of funeral parades. From the kitchen windows drifted two pumpkin smells, gourds being cut and pies being baked. Hmm. So, yeah, it's just a good a feel of, of the whole spirit, yeah. What uh, you guys going around the neighborhood? You guys staying at home and doling out candy or both? Man, so we live kind of out now, uh-huh. um, and so where we used to live, my wife and I literally grew up in the same neighborhood uh, here in Russellville called Deer Run, and it's kind of like you're beautiful. Like when you think of like Halloween in the movies, like kids running all up and down, mm-hmm. it's kind of the spot where everybody comes in Russellville. So we've still got. A sweet lady named Miss Sue who lets us park in the driveway, and we get asked. I love it. That's awesome. Well, enjoy it, my friend, and uh, we will talk to you next week, Eli. All right. Sounds good. Y'all be good. All right. There you go. Author and uh, contributor, Eli Craner. Christian, what's, uh, what do we got Titus rolling in tonight? He's a fireman. Let's go. I like it. He likes fire trucks and police cars and all Who things that little boys like. Awesome. I love that police car that didn't pull me over for uh, slipping through an orange light today, too. Mm. Really appreciate you, officer. Thank you. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Queen Grovey. 
Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor on staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new